Welcome back to the Business Digest. As part of an enlightening podcast network, we're here to ignite your curiosity and inspire continuous learning. Join us as we explore the vast universe of business, unveiling a new, hand-picked, bite-sized gem of journalism in each episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed available on iPhone and Android. In today's episode, we explore the importance of values in the workplace and how they can shape a company's culture. We'll be sharing an insightful article titled, It Starts With Values, What's Better Than a Job Description by Charlene Norman. Discover why defining and aligning values is crucial for organizations to attract and retain top talent, foster employee engagement, and drive business success. Are you ready to explore the power of values in the workplace? Let's dive in. It Starts With Values by Charlene Norman This year, my husband and I, we celebrate our 35th wedding anniversary. Seems we've been legal for 35 and known one another for nearly 40, or as he likes to say, honey, I've been with you now far more than half of my life. There's one trait my husband has that I absolutely adore. He is not opinionated. You know, folks who love or hate sports, politics, a polarizing figure, and and they believe they're right, their opinion is important, the world is screwed, and they need to share their beliefs frequently and forcefully. Well, of course you do. They go on for hours, don't they, in their self-obsessed glory, and they can really destroy a lovely get-together just by opening their mouths. My husband doesn't do that. He actually has very little in the way of firm opinions. I asked him why he thought that was. Because I always try to see both sides, was his answer. In the entire time that we've been together, we've never had a fight. We've never had a timeout or a massive argument, not once. This has always surprised our friends and colleagues, and honestly, we're often viewed as the weird couple from Mars. Now, don't get me wrong. We do piss one another off. And our life together has been no different than yours. We've experienced all kinds of losses, professional and business. Some of our friends even say they can't imagine sticking together with what we've been through. And we have been known to tell the other person to, you know, F off on occasion. But we have never had a fight, not once. And I finally came up with the reason why we're still together. My husband and I share very similar personal values. Those are the things that are important to you in life. Those characteristics and behaviors that motivate us and guide our decisions. For example, both of us can be annoyingly brutal in our quest for honesty and integrity at all times. And we believe family comes first on everything. Kindness is best spread lavishly. And staying clear of toxic people is better for everyone. Respecting others is paramount. Telling one another every single day at least three times a day we love the other person, well, that's imperative. Having a date night every week is foundational. Now listen, these are just a few of the things that we believe in and that have worked for us. I am not advocating one bit that these are the best values that every marriage has. I know for sure they won't work for everyone and they may not work for you. But I'm sharing this story because I wanna make a point. If you think back to all the people in your life over the years, the ones you've had the best experiences with, 
the ones who brought you the most joy and the ones who made all your interactions completely effortless. Those are the folks you shared common values with. And you can always feel in your gut the folks you won't have much to do with. You can feel the dishonest ones, the cagey ones, the ones who push the boundaries way past what you think is acceptable, right? In fact, you feel a go or no-go feeling with everyone you meet. We all do. And the evidence is incontrovertible that we all have different personal values. And when we articulate them, that conversation will get us very quickly to where they fit with us or not. So how come it is when most of us hire people for our teams, the first thing most of us worry about are skills, talents, and the pay grade necessary to get the job done? Does that really make sense when we humans know for a fact that we get along better with people whose personal values are aligned closely to ours? <laughs> of course not. And that bit of hiring on skill, talent, and pay grade first well, that's the main reason why 80% of our employees are not engaged, they're not motivated, and they're simply going through the motions. There is a better way, and it's the reason I can brag about turning ordinary humans into extraordinary results makers. Extraordinary teams, teams who perform, every member consistently giving me more than I asked for. I was never taught this way of hiring. I stumbled on it accidentally. You see, one day I was feeling incredibly overworked and frustrated with a two-inch stack of resumes on my desk. I had no desire to look at another Boeing resume. I did not want to interview another terrible candidate, and I just wanted the whole thing off my plate. Except I didn't have anybody to dump the work on, and I also knew my track record for hiring was 50-50. It was a crapshoot. Sometimes I picked a winner. Sometimes I picked a loser. And I got no support from HR. Their job was finished by dumping resumes on me. So I did what you do. I decided to blow up the whole hiring box. I called my direct reports together and announced I wanted them to get involved with the hiring of their colleagues, that I was no longer going to be the one and only. And that since they were going to work with them, we would have group interviews. Any questions they wanted to ask a candidate was perfectly acceptable, as long as they too would be willing to provide their own answer back to the candidate. Now, what did they need from me to get this new way going? Well, I have to tell you, after the shock wore off, they decided that what was most important to them was that they got along with the person and that the person ultimately worked at their level of output. In their words, no losers or misfits allowed. I replied with one thing. Fine, let's draw up a list of personality traits that we want from all the people we bring in. Now, I must tell you that sounds much easier than it was to do. What we ultimately came up with was a list of personal values, beliefs, and feelings that we wanted. And that exercise took about eight hours over a few days to finally complete. It was a one-time only exercise. We used the results of that eight hours for every single new hire thereafter. How we got to that point was by starting with our why are we in business? Then going through why we were such a good organization for others, what responsibility and respect we gave to all employees, and why joining our company would be a great idea, at least for a couple of years. Listen, we did not have a gold-plated benefit program, and we did not pay at the high end of the pay scale. So there were many companies paying more money than this, and we had to recognize that, and that's why we said, 
if we can keep someone here for a couple of years, maybe five, we're doing amazingly well. But let me tell you what happened. My team took the hiring of people very seriously, more seriously than me. They joyfully and carefully took over the conversational approach rather than the full-on interview approach. They always presented me with the top three candidates. I cleared my desk of stuff I did not relish and ended up spending my time answering the interviewees' questions. Best of all, our overall staff turnover rate fell from 30% to 1% within two years. Today, a good chunk of that work can be shortcutted with some awesome software tools. So the time of every person involved in the process can be shortened. The secret to success, though, is still with the personal values. Against your why statement or your big, hairy, audacious corporate goal, define the business and the personal values that will get you there faster. This is a group exercise, and it's not something that you, the leader, can do in isolation. But you see, once set, your odds of successful hires dramatically improve. Your engagement will naturally go through the roof, your leadership prowess will be respected, and your team will deliver extraordinary results. You know, it all starts with values. Catch you on the next blogcast. If you enjoyed this, you may also like our other podcasts, The Psychology Digest, The Technology Digest, The Self-Improvement Digest, and Daily Business News. Stay curious, stay inspired, and thanks for listening.